0: Somebody Knows, a podcast about dad stuff. We've had some pretty serious episodes lately, so I thought I'd lighten it up a little bit with this one. Today I'm stretching the dad stuff concept to cover clothes. We do have to wear them. It is socially acceptable to put them on. So how should we as a dad dress? What common fashion error should we avoid? How should we know what to keep and when to finally get rid of the frat party t-shirts and cargo shorts? My guest today, Tanya Bernadette, will help us answer those questions. Tanya is the founder of The Closet Edit, a Seattle-based company that helps you make great decisions about the clothes you already have and helps you find the new ones you need. We chatted with her about her business, how we, Amy and I, connected with her, what she've done for us in the past, and what she can do to help you out. And actually, she created a special deal just for hopefully somebody knows listeners that she mentions at the end of the show. There's some really good stuff here, including how to think about shopping for the lady in your life, thoughts on kids' clothes, etc. Also, we didn't get to this during the show, but if you're into fashion and you live in the Seattle area, you should check out SeattleGents.com, a community of guys interested in fashion just like you. And one resource I've really dug lately that was mentioned to me by my friend Jason Judge is a Reddit community called Male Fashion Advice. Really good, simple stuff in there about how to simplify your closet but still look sharp. So off we go with Tanya Bernadette. Welcome back to Hopefully Somebody Knows. I have a really fun special guest today. We've had a lot of really heavy dad parenting topics. This one's going to be a little bit more fun. I'm joined today by Tanya Bernadette, who's the founder of The Closet Edit. Tanya, thanks for joining us. Uh, she and I have worked together, I don't know if you call it professionally, personally, personally, professionally. Uh, we've uh, worked with Tanya, my wife and I, Amy have had her help us with some of our closet clean outs and help us think a little bit about how to shop more effectively. And so we're going to talk today about how, as a dad, you can think differently, maybe better about the clothes that you buy both for yourself and for the people in your family. So Tanya, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. And there's oh, there's so many things that we could talk about when it comes to fashion and men and dads. So
0: that's awesome can you tell us a little bit about the closet edit like how you started it what it is um, where they can find you online etc
1: yeah so the story is very long and interesting but i'm going to give you like a glimpse of how it all started i actually went to school for fashion marketing and most personal shoppers that you talk to did not go to school for fashion they just ended up doing other careers and found that they had an eye for fashion And I actually did go for fashion marketing thinking I'm going to work for Nordstrom or Chanel or Vogue or InStyle magazine. And my senior year, somebody shifted that completely. Somebody who was a stylist came in and talked to me about what it's like to be a stylist, what you do, how you help people. And my mind, just something clicked. I was like, I love business. I love marketing. As much as fashion, I really do like to talk about business. And I was like, this would be the perfect opportunity to have my voice heard where I could really help people show up as well. And I could just throw out ideas without kind of having somebody to like tell me how to do it. I think it was a year after I graduated, I was 22 years old and I started doing the closet edit, which at the time was Tanya Bernadette styling because I couldn't wrap my mind around how to name the business. At the time, styling wasn't for everybody. It was on TV, and I was like, how could I make it accessible to people? And at that time, it was more, I want them to know me as a person, so mm-hmm. I did it with my name, but now we rebranded to the Closet Edit because I have other people under me that I've been training, and it just seems it just seems normal and right to do.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. And I like the naming, too, because that's really what you helped us do. So yeah. last time Tanya came out to our house and helped. My wife Amy and I clean out you know, anything that didn't fit, was out of date, was kind of not right for us. And I think I did the math when I did my taxes, as a matter of fact, and I think we did 15 black garbage bags worth of clothes donated. So um, that was awesome, right, from a charity perspective, but also really helped us sort of streamline um, how we think about clothes. So why don't we dive into the, the what we talked about when, when I reached out, I said, you know, there are a lot of guys I know, like my age, late 30s, early 40s, maybe a little older, that are trying to figure out how to navigate, how, how to wear clothes right now, what to wear, right? So let me just set the stage of the way that I think about the world because there's the real gray area. We were talking before the podcast started about how life and work and parenting, what have you, all blends together. Same with clothes to some degree, like what's work appropriate has gotten really kind of hazy. We're in a we work right now where, uh, you know, it's guys in shorts and walking their dogs and what have you, um, and then, you know, what's appropriate on weekends and evenings has gotten a little more casual, et cetera. So um, maybe we should start, start workwear maybe with that. Like, as you think about as guys get older, what are some of maybe the big mistakes that you see that guys maybe hang on to a certain fashion style too long, or, or maybe how they should think a little bit differently about how to dress for work?
1: I think that work is really important because, especially in Seattle, it's very business casual. And business casual seems so confusing to people because people know what casual is, like, what am I going to wear around the house? And people know what professional is, like, what is a suit? But that in-between is so difficult for people to understand. And what I tell my clients is that you do have to be comfortable. It doesn't matter what age you are or what you're doing in your career it really is about comfort because you're sitting down for most of the time now. Like a lot of people are not doing jobs where they're moving around. Like you're sitting down, you're on the computer, you're going to meetings where you want to feel comfortable. So comfort is key for clothing Um, and men, but fit is really important as well. So finding the good fit in clothing. And usually men tend to buy things one or two sizes too big. So when I say comfort, I don't mean something bigger. I mm. mean like clothing that's breathable, clothing that you can move around in. That's what I mean by comfort.
0: Why do you think guys buy bigger clothes?
1: I actually haven't gotten to the root of that. I think that they feel comfortable in it. Like some men, I know this. even if they their bodies, like they're a little more built and everything, they don't like to show off their body as much, and so they feel more comfortable in a casual style like that. And I also think that maybe they... I find this a lot. Men tend to hold on to clothing for years. This is true. Like years. And they wear things until it literally has a hole in it or it's so worn that they're like, okay, I have to throw it out. Yeah. Like men don't really go into their closet and clean it out as much as women. And some women don't. And women shop more. But men just hold on to things for so many years. Yeah. So they shop differently as well. And I think it's that they're holding on to styles where before... Maybe I think even five, seven years ago, the shirts... And pants were a little more baggy yeah. and they still throw them on and then when we put them on they're like that used to be my favorite shirt and right. that's huge they didn't gain weight but it was a style that they're holding on to from before that's interesting so yeah.
0: size is kind of start with that with fit so how would a guy know what's a good you know when you came and helped us mm-hmm. I throw on a shirt walk out of the closet thumbs up thumbs down it was really easy and I trusted your eye on it let's say a guy doesn't have you available or hasn't called you yet right mm-hmm. looking in the mirror or asking a significant other how does he know what's fitting?
1: It should definitely skim your body. Okay. It shouldn't be so baggy where you can hold on to a big amount of fabric on the side, on the waist, okay. or in the back. And also in the arms, that's the one place that if you're shopping or trying clothing on at home that you want to tailor. For men in general, tailoring is really important. If it's too big in the sleeves, on the sides, you can't get that tailored. Sometimes. Men do have different body types. I know they don't talk about body types with men as much as they do with women, but there's some men where, where they're just bigger in the shoulders mm-hmm. and they can't do a slim cut fit. Mm-hmm. So they're going to sometimes have to go a little bit bigger, but they can get the back tailored. Yeah. If it fits in their arms, they can get the back tailored. They put darts down.
0: I've got a guy at my work, he literally has everything tailored, like everything he owns he has tailored, like sweatshirts, t-shirts even, I think. Mm-hmm. like. Is that a massive expense? That's always the thing that jumps out at me is the additional cost of having something tailored.
1: So here's the difference with men and women's wear is that men's wear, you are going to wear your pieces for at least three to five years. Yeah. Because men's wear is a bit more basic than women's wear and there are obviously, there are men's trends out there that are really crazy but none of you guys are gonna be wearing it. You're not in New York, you're not in the fashion industry where you need to wear that. So the styles that you pick, and the cuts that you pick will last you three to five years. And then you do have to reevaluate. Whereas women, we go through fashion like every season, every year, we have to change things up. So putting that expense into tailoring for it to fit well is gonna be worth it because you wear your pieces longer than we do.
0: Well, that's one of the things I think we talked about a little bit too, that it's really easy to get caught in the trap of, I have a bunch of shirts I bought at TJ Maxx Mm -hmm. and they were really cheap and so that's great, right? but they fall apart, or they don't look right, or what have you, versus a smaller number of pieces that you spend a little bit more on and maybe take tailoring into consideration as part of the cost of the item that you know that you invest a little bit more in. Like, is that kind of your, your yes. take on
1: that? Yes, and I do, obviously I work with people from all different budgets. Mm-hmm. With men though, again, we do have to spend a little bit more just because you do want more quality pieces, especially in your 30s and 40s. In your early 20s, when I'm working with new grads, it's different why I'm choosing for them. Like we'll go to Express sure. or we'll go to Target, which is a little bit different. Their pieces are going to evolve depending on the career that they decide to take afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they grow up and they're finding who they are, their style might change a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I always do suggest spending a little bit more. For men, My honestly my favorite place for casual wear, men that's casual is Target. Really? TJ Maxx I haven't found too much.
0: Well it's a treasure hunt there, which for some reason I think my, my wife enjoys the uh you know, that that sort of uh, winning aspect of finding a really good deal. But you're right. Like, you think Target casual wear is a good...
1: It's fun if you want to try something new. Like, and they are a little more towards the men's trend. So they do have, for summertime especially, they have mm-hmm. really great... If you want to try a fun print and a short sleeve button down, mm-hmm. you can definitely go to Target to find something. Like, they'll have, That's like... Um, beer glasses or little prints with like flamingos on it and crazy colors that you can try and see if you're open
0: to it. That's burn. an interesting point, yeah, because I've, I've looked there in the past and they've had fun hats, right, if you're going to try like a newsboy hat on or something, I'd much rather spend $12 on it at Target, right, than 50 bucks somewhere else. So that's an interesting call out. I, you know, are there any other stores you would say, okay, so guy in his 40s, um, you know, let's assume not making, you know, walk into Nordstrom and throw down the card kind of money, but like what t- what are some other stores that you people at is a good uh, a good option for workwear?
1: I actually well besides me because I'm a woman but my clients really enjoy Banana Republic yeah. they tend to have really good pieces that fit different body types like they have the different button-down shirts um, they have the different names for them same with the pants mm-hmm. so almost every guy client that I work with they end up finding something there mm-hmm. there's something about their pieces they do a really good job with their sweaters, though, don't last as long. Notice that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's good if you if you don't wear sweaters too often, you're like, oh, I might wear this for one season and maybe next year I'll get a different color.
0: Hmm. So, okay, let's talk about trends kind of in general. One of the things that I think about a lot is like, what are the things that maybe, let's say someone's trying to be trendy right now, are there any areas that a guy in his 40s should maybe stay away from? I always use the example of like cuffing your pants. Are we cool in the forties with the I pants would cuff, totally or
1: not? cuff your pants would at the forties.
0: I can't get my head around it.
1: Okay, so here's the thing, like every trend you have to have like the right personality and the right like any trend that you get that is away from what other people are doing yeah. in your influence, like in your group of friends or at work is being bold and that's yeah. not a very bold move but for many men it is yeah. and not everybody can pull it off if you have like a lot of personality and you'd like to try things that are new i would try the pant cuffing that's a pretty low risk <laughs> yeah you know, it's I a low risk compared to everything else like neon colors and fur on your shoes like men wearing fur on their <laughs> shoes like i mean none of you guys are going to wear that i've never worked with a client that wants to really do A new trend I guess that's crazy like that interesting so oh yeah so yeah I was just gonna say that I think for men's trends that I do like to work with is maybe new fabrics or brands that are branching out into new territory in the cuts of their shirts or prints Um, for example Lululemon have you been there lately I'm not oh my goodness like they are doing such a good job with athleisure wear okay I went with a client, I was there like last week, and he needed some things for Hawaii. And I, I saw him women's wear a lot, because I work with both men and women, and I saw that they're doing um, new things for women's wear. Like they'll I saw women wearing a pair of pants that I thought were work pants, and they were from Lululemon. So huh. I was like, I'm going to take this guy here, we're going to look around what they have. They have button down shirts, like what you're wearing right now. Really. And material that is good for like wicking, and like you can wear it and it breathes easily so you can travel in it you can fold it up and take it to work it's hmm. um, and you can't tell like if you're wearing it hmm. you can't tell whether it's Lululemon or if it's a nice piece that you're trying to dress up wearing.
0: I've got a friend who was kind of the first guy to start wearing Lululemon stuff and we gave him a lot of hell about it.
1: Cause Lululemon, like you think yeah. of it and you think that you're gonna walk in and see like tight fitting yoga pants Never for been. women right. or even men, like tight fitting everything, but yeah. it's not. The only thing I will say about the Lululemon menswear is that the pieces that they make are cut for more slimmer men. Sure. Even They do go to extra, extra large, but everything is cut a little more for like summer men sure that makes sense that's so something sense. to keep in mind so let's
0: talk about athleisure because this is an area that i struggle with as well like w- when you think about athleisure sort of a broad concept right wearing effectively workout clothes in non-workout environments is kind of the way that i think of it or things mm-hmm. that could transition how do you think about athleisure like what is the definition of that to you
1: i would say it is cuts of workout wear that they make for daytime wear okay good. so for example okay. for men it would be like a drawstring pant uh-huh. that's cuffed at the bottom so it looks like a sweatpant but it's a lighter material so it just flows better okay and T-shirts that breathe well. I mean, t- men wear T-shirts all the time, but sure. T-shirts that just have different properties to it that are more of like a workout kind of material rather than an everyday, like casual, 100% cotton material. Interesting.
0: So when can we pull off athleisure and when should we not?
1: I would say for weekend. Okay. Weekend wear. Like work wear, it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. Lululemon is changing that completely. Like I mentioned, like they're making work wear out of their athleisure wear material Mm -hmm. and that's gonna that I think a lot of companies are going towards that because even big high-end brands are making sneakers that are two thousand dollars obviously a lot of my clients aren't wearing right Right. now but they're they're also seeing that people want that they want comfort and so they're trying to make it more luxurious
0: right so how can you find a balance between comfort and looking appropriate in kind of a work environment or travel environment, okay. So then, what are athleisure mistakes? When guys are like, oh yeah, casual time, whatever, like where do you guys stumble on
1: this? So, this is again where I mentioned in the beginning where people know casual, mm-hmm. and they know like suit appropriate formal wear right. so that in between so if you're going to wear a bomber jacket which I do consider a bomber jacket at leisure wear they have some they have some that are very nice material so you can't tell like you would say that it that looks like something that's work appropriate and I do agree but you have to style it in a way that is work appropriate like if you're wearing a bomber jacket you're not going to wear the drawstring pants with it yes You know, so you're going to wear it with a nice dressed up pant Mm. that you can cuff if you Mm. want to cuff it. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can wear jeans with it and a cool sneaker. Um, So I think the way that you style things really changes the look of it. But a lot of um, the athleisure wear, I think, um, yeah, the styling is really important. And some of it I don't think is work appropriate. Like
0: like when we think about athleisure wear, even on the weekend, Though, mm -hmm. there's the same kind of fit rule apply like I would we be say, thinking about that
1: yeah like you don't want to look like you're going to the gym okay that's a whole point like you don't want to look like oh i woke up and now i'm gonna go to the gym yeah all day yeah right <laughs> and you don't make it to the gym so i would say like pair it with jeans yeah. that's the easiest way do a bomber jacket jeans
0: okay interesting and so then, you know, let's say the running around on a Sunday, running errands, like again, back in kind of the, you know, suburban dad model, right? Like, what's what's you know, we're going to Home Depot, we're going to the kids' games, whatever. Like, what's an appropriate level? Like, what's an appropriate kind of outfit for, you know, those types of days in your mind? Like, what's too casual? What's too dressed up? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's the middle ground.
1: I think it's. It depends on how you want to show up. I think that's the most important for my clients. Like sure. people think as a personal shopper, I walk around like looking at people and judging them, like, oh my gosh, they're wearing this or that. <laughs> but it really isn't that. It's about how do you want to show up? And everybody wants to show up differently. Some sure. people are like, I really don't care. And that's fine. You yeah. don't have to care. And I'm yeah. not going to make you care, you sure. know? So it just really depends with you. If you want to wear sandals, wear sandals. If you want to do shorts, wear shorts. So. I don't feel like I'm here to judge people on how to do that, okay. but it just, I think like the main question is ask yourself, like how you want to show up? How do you want to walk out of the house? Like if you were to see your neighbor or someone from work at Home Depot,
0: yeah.
1: how do you want to show up?
0: Yeah. That's an interesting question. And so you have to kind of ask yourself that. Yeah. And base your decisions on that. That's interesting. You mentioned shorts too. Let's talk about shorts. What's appropriate shorts length? We, we have this debate. I've started to go a little shorter because I don't know why it just, I enjoy it. It kind of makes me laugh but particularly in swim trunks, but you know, I know I have a lot of friends that give me a lot of flack for it. But you know, then we still, I still have my cargo shorts below the knee in the back of my closet too. So like, what should guys be looking at as we go into spring for shorts like?
1: If you want to look at trends, I won't do the cargo shorts anymore that right. go below the I, knee, I, like that's from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And And um, short length is really a personal thing. And when I, again, when I'm shopping with clients, I can almost instantly tell when somebody walks out of a fitting room whether they feel comfortable wearing something or if they don't feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And the way that you come out of the fitting room or when you try it on, if you question yourself so much and you feel really uncomfortable, I would say go for something longer. Usually the shorter Mm -hmm. shorts are more difficult for men. I've had a few guy clients that feel really comfortable in them and it is flattering on some men. So I would say go for it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, and you don't like showing that much leg, go a little bit longer. Interesting,
0: but again, it comes back to kind of confidence and what's your personal Mm -hmm. kind of style on that. Okay, so um, one of the other questions that was uh, popping into my head was like, how do we think about, you know, again, before we call you, everyone should call you if they live anywhere near Seattle, but if guys wanted to do a closet purge on their own, we talked about fit, we talked about kind of, falling apart right those are kind of the two big anything else that somebody should be looking at of like should I keep this item or not
1: ask yourself is this the me from five years ago before I was married before uh, I had this job before I had this budget that I have now Yeah. sometimes people tend to dress in the past because they don't know what to look for now and they're not aligning to where they are today in their life or where they want to go mm-hmm. and so you get stuck in your past and your style people ask me oh now that we work together am I set I'm like you change, your work changes, your That's life true. changes. So you're constantly going to have to reevaluate your style. And I work with clients, I think what happened with you too. I work with clients where I see them one year and then I don't see them for five to seven years because we work together and we're able to help each other.
0: So, any other tips for closet cleanout? What else should you guys be thinking about?
1: I think that they should really, when they're trying things on, ask themselves. And sometimes they don't have to try things on like they know looking at it. This is me from five years ago before I was married at my other job. You don't need to hold on to that. You don't need to find a way to make it work because you need to find pieces that fit your life now and where you're trying to go. There might be some cool pieces that you have that you want to keep, but I think that should be separate because when you wake up and you're getting ready, you don't want... A giant wardrobe and getting confused of what to wear like those pieces should just be separate. So, you know, like I'm not gonna wear this to work This is something that has meaning to it and I want to keep it in a different place
0: Well, So that actually brings up an interesting question. I was reading the other day about You know the whole Mark Zuckerberg wears the same outfit every day. I work in the Bay Area a lot There's a sort of it's almost a PR kind of move where the the founders are like, Oh, I, you know, decision fatigue, I couldn't possibly choose my outfit every day, so I wear the same wardrobe every day. What's your take on that kind of mindset?
1: My, pers- for me personally, because everything is different, for me, fashion is sort of an art. Okay. And so I really do enjoy, like, the visual aspect of it. I do, for myself, I like dressing up. And if that works for somebody, I think that's great if they want to be seen that way. Mm-hmm. And some people do. Some people want the minimalist wardrobe, which I work with, but that's very minimalist of the same yeah, like. outfit for a long time. Um, and I heard women's perspectives on it. And women were like, well, if I'm with him and I have to see him all the time, like, I want to see him dress up. I want to see him look good so i mean it, it's just a person-to-person basis for me i don't judge that but for myself i know that i like the visual aspect of something new so if i was with somebody like that i guess i would be like hey can you change it up a little bit so i don't see like the same yeah outfit all the time
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense actually. you're hitting <laughs> on a couple of interesting things there that like I know a lot of guys that, like, we were laughing about this earlier today at work, if you could just eliminate having to eat every day, wouldn't that make your life so much easier, right? But then at the same time, everybody, you know, a lot of people really enjoy cooking and really enjoy that. So there are some, you have to choose kind of the amount of effort you want to put into fashion, just like anything else. If it's something that you enjoy and something you want to look, and you want to look good and you want to, you know, feel confident, then that's something you should think about investing time and energy in. But the second part that I thought was interesting is, yeah, your significant other has to look at you right they have to spend time with you and they want you to look good too so that should be taken into consideration but let's flip this then that's a good segue one of the things we talked about too is I have to shop for my wife from time to time right I want to be able to buy her gifts I want to be able to buy her you know Christmas or birthdays or what have you how should a guy you know who's kind of fumbling around about what to buy for his wife what should our post be any ideas any like safe bets for things that we could buy for our wives like how do we think about that world
1: Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story before I dive into this. No, there is one client I worked with. It was a few years ago. I go into her closet. We clean everything out, and we had some time left. So I asked her, "Let's look at your jewelry." We go to a corner of her closet, and she had a freestanding jewelry box that was probably it was probably like four feet high, and she opens it up. It's all fine jewelry. And what she told me, she's like, oh, these are all gifts from my husband I don't wear. Oh, wow. It blew my mind because I think not always in relationships, but sometimes in relationships, there isn't the communication of being able to say Hey, you know what? I might not wear this. Or I don't think it's rude sometimes, and it's just me. I don't think yeah. it's rude to be able to open up and be like, I, you know, it, it would be nice if I could have something of yours that I wear often and I really like. She accumulates so much jewelry in many years, and fine jewelry, not like inexpensive jewelry, like yeah. fine jewelry she wasn't wearing. Um, so with that, I think it's just very nice to ask your wife, like, send me the top five things that you want, or even ten things. And you choose from those, so it's still a surprise for her, but you know that what she gets is going to be special, and she's going to wear it, and it's something that she truly wants. And obviously, I know your wife can buy something for herself, but it's always nice to have that gift from somebody and being yeah. like, somehow they thought of me when yeah. they purchased this.
0: That's nice. I like that. I think, you know, the communication with your wife opens up a whole other episode worth of conversation, right? But I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about fashion that my wife and I was laughing about. One year I was gonna buy her a whole outfit and I was excited about it, I had it all picked out and it was like a crushed velvet blouse with like a purple blazer and matching purple flats or something and she still calls it her Stevie Nicks outfit, like from Fleetwood Mac. And so she gives me a lot of black for that one. I missed on that, I whiffed hard on the Stevie Nicks outfit but um, as a guy sometimes it's hard to feel like you went off and you know sort of created something on your own and were really proud of it and hand it across say hey look I did this for you and then have the wife say you know no that's not what I was looking for it can sort of sting a little bit so I like what you're saying like help me narrow the field a little bit right?
1: and, if, and I do think that it is nice as a woman again this is not completely on course with fashion but I think sure. it's important to talk about like gift giving. If you are going to do something really special and you want it to be completely from you, I think an experience is great. Like women will not be like, I did not like this experience. I (laughs) did not like this thoughtful restaurant or this thoughtful like hunt of trying to figure out like where we were going. I think an experience, if you want to make something really special and customized, is different from Shopping as a gift like a gift is a little bit different and you want her to really enjoy it and not wear it And be like, oh I wear this because my husband gave it to me type of thing
0: So talk to them find out what's worked maybe well in the past with gifts they've liked mm-hmm. Get a little guidance on where you're headed. Don't go completely. My dad always joked He would walk into Macy's, point it at a mannequin and say wrap that up <laughs> and then my mom would return it the next day and that was just they knew that's how they did things but he she never kept anything that he bought and he just knew it was basically giving her a gift card to macy's that was wrapped up like clothes um, that's interesting okay cool thank you so from um kids now so one of the things that i'm dealing with is i have two daughters that are nine and seven And um, I'm trying to help them think about clothes. I know it's not really my world, but one of the things that we try to do a little bit on the podcast is not necessarily be stuck to like, you know, gender stereotypes of like, okay, you're a girl, therefore, that's a mom question. But, you know, kind of what's cool, what's fun, you know, when you think about kids clothes, particularly girl clothes, um, how do you think about that world? How do you think about how parents can um, engage with kids as it relates to clothes?
1: Honestly, I do think that it's really important to let your child experiment with clothing okay. um, and like you said with like the whole gender thing In general with gender, I think like if they do decide that they want to wear more masculine things Let them not all little girls are gonna to want to be in the tutus and right. all the pink stuff And I think that's a good time for them to explore instead of throwing things at them saying this is what you should wear My only, and this is like a personal thing, my only thing I would say for the young girls as they're growing up, because they're still really little, but as they're growing up, I think the only restriction you should have is a little bit like, be careful with how much skin you show, which I think that's the only concern you should have. But as far as exploring clothing, I think being open to letting them kind of see what they like.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that's good. The schools do a good job too of creating, at least our school, a pretty non-gender specific restriction. Just shorts have to be a certain length can't wear tank tops. That's everybody. And yeah. so that's a good, you know, non-bias. One of the things I worry about is like, oh, you can't dress this way, but boys can because, and I don't even want to get into that whole world mm-hmm. yet, right? We'll have that conversation at a later date. Um, but I like what you're saying. It's sort of, we call that, um, oh, what was the word we use in the house? It's sort of uh, low-cost experimentation, right? Like if you want to just wear overalls, for a while, cool, whatever, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It's like you know, dyeing your hair or something like this stuff will grow out. You will change, fashions will change, etc. So, when we worked together initially, I think it was, gosh, years and years and years ago. Years and years. I uh, probably right when you were starting off. I think I found you and we hired you to come in and help Amy out with her clothes. And then years later, I got an email from you and I was like, this is going to be great. Yes, we could both use a closet purge. But it got me thinking about like when do people come to you, particularly guys, Like at what point in their lives do they go, this is a service, this is help that I need?
1: The styling service doesn't necessarily come as something you go online one day and you're like, oh, I'm going to work with the stylist today. Right. It's something that builds up and it's something you realize you need. Something happens in your life. So with my guys in 30s and 40s, it usually happens that they were married for many years. And now they're divorced and they're out dating again. And when they were married, they stopped caring about what they were wearing. And now they're back into the dating pool and they're like, I do need to bring things together again. And they don't know where they go because they knew how they were as a husband and they don't know how they are as a single man in their mid-30s to mid-40s. That's always a fun one to work with because they're they're starting to discover themselves again in a new way. Mm. Um, Another thing is job promotion Mm. because you... You don't wanna be seen as like too stuffy and someone that you can't be approached when you get a job promotion, but you also want to dress apart and be respected. So there's this change in how you wanna show up and helping people find that balance.
0: That's interesting. What do you believe do you believe in the whole dress for the job you want, cliche? I do. Yeah.
1: I do. In the tech industry it's a little bit different because I know it's super casual and I know everybody's casual, but at the same time, there are some men that do want to dress up and they feel uncomfortable doing it because if you dress up, your coworkers are like, Are you going on a date tonight? Do you have an interview? Like right. what's going on? So other people make you feel uncomfortable for wanting to do something that's out of You know what's normal but Mm -hmm. i think that's important that if you do want to stand out if you start dressing up five days a week no one's going to say anything to you if you want to dress up Mm -hmm. if you don't don't that's fine but if you do want to show up differently just do it and you will feel comfortable after because people will forget and find somebody else to like talk about yeah yeah yeah
0: (laughs) we see that sometimes in my office where if you wear something significantly different than your norm that first time like up or down Um, I I walked in work the other day it was like a Friday and we were cleaning the office or something somebody walked by me and said I don't think I've ever seen you in a t-shirt I was like well that's yeah probably you wouldn't have I wouldn't have generally worn a t-shirt to work that's not the way I do things So that's interesting. So maybe gradual change or just own it. Just be confident, walk in and say, you know, yeah, this is a little bit different today. Thanks.
1: Yeah. With my clients, I do give them advice on that because there's some that are very bold and they're open. Like the next day after we go shopping, because when we go shopping, we go shopping for the season. The next day I tell them, you know what? Wear your clothing. Wear a whole new outfit. But for some people, they don't feel comfortable because they don't want that attention. Mm-hmm. So I kind of guide them like wear like one piece and something different that you already had in your closet. Mm-hmm. And then after like the next week, wear two new pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just depends on what you feel comfortable. With. Like sense. you could do it gradually or you could do it right away. and Just be like this is me right, now. <laughs> that's me. I'll just
0: pop the tag off. Yeah. But the, we do
1: not
0: talk about this much. I think it's interesting. So the way that you generally work is come in and help with the closet clean out and then where do you usually take a guy from there so let's get rid of the stuff that you don't need and then what happens next
1: so with men it's a little different for women I always recommend the closet clean out because we definitely have things to clean out with men sometimes like we said they hold on to so many things and some men have not shopped for years for themselves and if they have they have just picked up a few things here and there so for the most part, men either need a closet clean because they want help just getting rid of certain things and using things that they have in their closet. But if you want to start fresh and you know everything that you have is like from way too long ago and you know you need everything new, then we start with shopping. And when we do it that way, I have them fill out a style profile mm-hmm. and ask them questions. They upload a couple photos of themselves and then I kind of create a plan based off of that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then you also mentioned that you have, or at least last time we talked, you're working on an app that helps you sort of manage your outfits. I mean, talk a little bit about that.
1: The men love it. Even I'm, the women love I'm keen it, keen but.
0: i for it. I tried to sell Amy on it, so we might talk again. It's really nice.
1: It. So the app, it's not one that I've made. I actually, okay. it's only for a stylist. So you have to be a stylist and you pay uh, for it um, every two months.
0: Slick.
1: And The guys have done, they're men that own it. They did such a great job of doing this for a stylist. So what, I call it the virtual lookbook. So I take photos of everything in your closet, whether we shopped together or not. We don't have to go shopping to create. Like if you know that you have a great wardrobe, which few men have, but if you know that you have a great wardrobe and you just want new outfits, all we do is you can do it yourself. You upload photos of everything you own, mm-hmm. or I can come in and I could do part cleanse, part taking photos, mm-hmm. and upload everything that you own, and I create 35 outfits. That's awesome. So you get your belts, you get your um, pants, you get the shirts, you get the jacket, you get the shoes, everything. And it's all to your lifestyle. So if you're like, I am business casual, and then I go out some evenings and I want looks for both, I'll mm-hmm. do both. Mm-hmm. If you just want work looks, we'll just do work looks. So you can tell me what you need, and you get outfits. And then when you're in the app, if you say, today I won't wear this shirt, you'll click it, and it'll say, here are your three outfits with this shirt.
0: Ooh, that's slick. That's so really for traveling,
1: cool. it's really great for men that have to travel for work sometimes.
0: Because mm-hmm. I often, when I'm packing for a trip the night before, I'm staring in my closet just blanking. <laughs> How do I get five days into a rolling bag and trying to mix and match those things? That's really cool. My dad always joked about it. He would pick his tie. And then everything else would flow from there You'd pick a shirt that matched that and a suit that matched that. It was really easy. It's kind of the same idea, right? You pick, start with one and then go from there. That's really cool. That's interesting. So you've obviously had some successes with guys in the past. I mean, you know, is, is, is styling guys, it's different than styling women, right? It, it, it
1: really is. With my guys, I don't... I don't see them as often, but they always end up coming back. Like they're like, okay, I use all my outfits. Now I need to do a whole refresh. Whereas women, we shop differently. And we're like, oh, I need a new look for this month. Um, for men, we just get all the shopping done, and then they're ready for a year or two years, and then they come back and they're like, okay, now I need all new looks. Usually, they want to start over again for some reason. So yeah. men shop differently.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I generally am purpose-driven shopping. Something rips, breaks, tears, stained. I go replace that thing and end up buying like three other things at the same time. That's basically how it works. But I like the way you do it better. So, great. Thank you very much. Tell us a little bit, again, so that the guys know where to get in touch with you. And I'll have links to this in the show notes. Where do they find you online? How do they get started working with you?
1: They go to myclosetedit.com and there's a button that says "Get Styled" and it's just a contact form where I want to get to know you a little bit better. You fill that out and you can pick what stylist you want to work with. You can work with myself or you can work with Jen. Um, Just fill it out and if you mention this podcast, I'm offering a 30 minute in home consultation for only $25. That's amazing.
0: Which is like
1: yeah, which is very inexpensive. And the in home consultation for 30 minutes. We literally, like, I'll put together a couple outfits for you. I will kind of take some things out and talk to you about why and share with you some things that we can add to your closet to bring together your look.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much. I hope you guys take advantage of that. Please let me know if you do. It'd be fun, too, to like post some of that pictures of you guys after you get uh, styled up. I can throw them <laughs> up on the Instagram page. Uh, so, Tanya, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's been wonderful to talk to you.
1: Yeah, thank you.